What up? What up? What up? Jay, how's it going, bro? Good, good, man. What are you saying, bro? Same old, bro. Same old. Another day, another dollar lost. I, I do want to welcome you officially to the Bald Man crew. Thank you, thank you. I know, I, I know uh, we don't have a video. I know we don't have a video here, but yes. uh, Umi has joined us, and it's it's fantastic. It's by choice, not by um, not by uh, <laughs> God's will. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not by God's will. Um, but today's uh, today's a special episode, Jay. Yes, indeed, indeed. We have uh, our first first ever crossover episode. Welcome to the show. What up? What up? We have uh, Mo here from the Rundown. Thank you Joe. guys so much for having me. Thank you for coming. Thank you for hosting us. Yes, indeed. That is indeed. my pleasure. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to change things up and uh, hear what you guys got to say. Listen, we're here to hear from you. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. Okay, so yeah. before we begin, Mo, a rapid fire questions for you. Please hit. Let's do Ready? it. Ready? Yep. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Cats or dogs? Cats. Summer or winter? Summer. Apple or Android? Apple. Basketball or football? Basketball. Raptors Kawhi or Spurs Kawhi? Raptors Kawhi. Okay. All right. Welcome. 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 Oh, that's easy. Let's, we got to. You want to go in harder, Kawhi. huh? It's oh, got to be Raptors Kawhi. Ready, ready for whatever you got. <laughs> it's always got to be Raptors Kawhi. Come on, he got some chip, bro. He got some chip. He did. Well, he got them a chip too, right? So. Which, by the way, I do want to throw in. A lot of people still have bad feelings towards I don't him. Understand it. I can't tell you how grateful I am. Do your thing in LA. Hundred yeah, yeah, percent. I hope if we're not winning the championship, I hope he is. Like I'm grateful. Okay, no, hold on. No, listen, listen. As much as like, as much as I, as much as I like. Uh, want him to succeed in Clippers? A part of me just doesn't want him to win a chip. A part of me just, you know, I was just like, you know, get to the finals, lose to the finals. I just want him to win the chip. I don't know what it is, man. I just, it's a little more, I'm a little more petty, bro. See, that's the thing. I got no pettiness for sure. Um, my thing. So, one, I think it would be great to see that the, the first time we ever see somebody carry three teams in a row. Yes. You know, yes. or three teams separately to to a title, which I'd love to see. Um, and honestly, I mean, I, if you told me, you know, we were the franchise of the Lakers or whomever, the Celtics, maybe I would have that, that animosity. Right. But knowing what we have and, like, the chances are we're not going to see that very soon. <laughs> um, I, it's pure gratefulness. I got nothing. 100%. He took and, us. And, sorry. And the way that everybody, I mean, maybe we'll talk about it. But the way everybody's coming down on them for this whole resting thing, like, I want him to go out and win again because it worked. You know, uh, okay, let's start off there. Load management. What are your thoughts? Jay, we'll start with you. Yeah. Um, listen, he's been doing it. He did it all last year. And, like, the reason why I think this year there's been more of a emphasis on it early on is because he plays for L.A. That's the only reason why. It's because he plays for an L.A. team. There's a lot more media coverage there. But would you say he's... So it's different because last year he was coming off of an injury, right? So load management made sense because he's coming back into the fray. Now he's won a championship. He's shown that his knee can hold up. But no, he does. Like, you look at that playoff series. How many times was he limping through that series? Right? He limps after he, every he game. Was, he, so there you go. He's hurt. He's still a hurt player, man. He's not fully healthy. He's not 100%. But I just think there's more of an emphasis because he's not in Toronto anymore. There's no media coverage. And especially during the season, what media coverage was there for us? TSN. You know what I mean? There's not the ESPN is not there every single day. It's true. ESPN moved moved broadcast to LA for the LA teams this year. Well, what are your thoughts? So, for me, it 
I mean, it, I guess it sounds simple boiling it down to it, but it's more the, what what's the motivation um, behind the resting for both him and the issues that people have. Like, you have to look at the league. Their motivation for having a problem with this makes sense. Bottom line, teams, people, or sorry, fans are coming out to games and they're not getting to see Kawhi. Like, I went to a Raptors game last year. They, they played the Kings. Kawhi sat. De'Aaron Fox sat. It was just a nightmare. We won. Didn't care to be there. Right. So, but the thing is, if you just flip that over and you say, what's the team's motivation? It's to win a championship. If you told if you told the Clippers today that they will be in the NBA Finals if they rest him, they're going to sit him every single game so that they here, need to. here's another question for you guys. Does the league look at shortening the season? Go ahead, Jay. Um, I don't think so. I think they're – I just feel like you can't change the schedule up that much you know shortening the season i get i get the whole resting part and, and the guys that are you know taking the days off this and that i just feel like 82 games is is a good good amount of games um maybe what they should do is maybe look at extending the season mm-hmm. and cutting out the, and cutting out the back-to-back and also with this whole Kawhi specific incident is the nba should look at it but why are they playing back-to-back primetime games because it was a friday it was a wednesday night uh, espn and a Thursday night TNT. Milwaukee and then Portland. And Portland, right? So it's like, why is he playing back-to-back primetime games? So that's something that the NBA should look at and find a way to get a, get around. Okay, fair enough. I can see that. So I guess there's the larger question here is, like, obviously the owners want to make their money. Right. But how do we make sure that there's not that many more meaningless games? Right? And that's, that's what it comes down to. We, like, we did, our, we did our preseason predictions. We already know which teams will most likely make it, right? And that's sort of the, the thing with the NBA. And this is sort of where I like hockey is where the hard cap is a hard cap, right? In the NBA, you can keep going to luxuries and luxury and luxury, and those teams can continue to continuously overspend and keep making the playoffs. Does it mean that does something else need to be done in order for the games to be more meaningful? Not just now, but like, again, we're in November right now. It's early in the season, so load management is whatever. But it doesn't make a big impact later on in the year. And Kawhi said it himself. Pretty much all the NBA stars say it, that they don't start playing till the playoffs hit. Right? So what can be done to sort of mitigate that a little bit? Well, for me, I mean, I, in terms of the meaningless games, like I do want to touch on it because I, I guess the people that I find that have the issues with going to a game and having a player sit are the ones that follow the games closely enough to care, right? And you, like, for me, if you told, like, when you told me last year, Kawhi sitting, it sucked. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I said, you know what, that's what he has to happen. It was just bad luck of the draw for me. I got tickets to this game. But, you know, fans are still coming to the arenas. The NBA is still the fastest growing sport in North America, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, So, for me, I, like, I don't think you shorten the season, first of all, just to harken back to that, because... My thing is it's exactly the same when people approach it with different role changes is for me as kind of a somebody who really, really cares about the history of basketball. Yeah, exactly. I just think exactly. like every record that's been set, all the hall, not that the Hall of Fame is difficult to get into, but all the standards, yeah. everything becomes like you can't, you can't compare it to anyone exactly. anymore, you know? So exactly, exactly. I don't like the idea of... Um, shortening it, well, I think it's 66 games that they talk about, or 67 mm-hmm. games. Too short. I don't like it. Um, the back-to-backs, if you can get rid of those, yeah. I'm all Just for it. Like, extend the season a week here and there. Why is the preseason two or three weeks long? Exactly, exactly. Those two or three weeks worth of days can yeah. get rid of the, the back-to-backs, and then we don't have an issue. 
kind of just to summarize my feelings on it, in a perfect world, the best players are playing every single night. But, I mean, if we had that's the same technology, the same analytics that show what people do on back-to-backs and what people do without rest, I'm sure back in the day they would have done the exact same thing. You know, like, they want to blame it on toughness, but... If a doctor comes to you and tells you, hey, you're going to yeah. perform better for sitting by sitting today, then they would have done it back yeah. then too. They just didn't have yeah. that. Yeah. That's fair, my take yeah, on it. Fair enough. I just, for me, I don't usually like to compare eras just because the game was very different. The types of players were very different. The types of bodies were very different. So um, it comes down to that. But valid points altogether. Uh, speaking of the Clippers and the Raptors, right? The Raptors are on a, on a West Coast swing. Um, what do you guys think of the injuries the Raptors are facing right now? It's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. Lowry was a big part, obviously, to, to, for us to start the year. He's been on he's been on fire throughout the first half of the season. First, what? 22 eight, made three-pointers eight, already? Eight games. Like he's been on fire. Um, and the thing is, is, I know Pascal's been our number one option, but Lowry's still that motor. He's the heart of that offense that right. keeps it going. It'll be interesting to see what happens now because now you have Freddie taking over that you know, he's, he has the keys to the offense now. Yeah, he does. And this is a glimpse for us down the road. Because let's be real, Kyle's not going to be able to do this for a couple more years. We only have him for one more year after this year. Right. Right? And we'll see how that goes, right? Um, for Kyle, they, what, it's a fracture in his thumb. They're reevaluating him in two weeks, which probably means by two to four weeks he'll be out is for it. Is it the same hand injury that he had before? I think it's the same thumb, I'm pretty sure. Um, but I think it's like a different part that is fractured or something like that. I, I can't I know the exact details of it, but it's a left thumb. Okay, so it's his left thumb. Um, I, I think you know it's going to be tough for the Raptors to go about this because now we just have one point guard. Terrence Davis is considered a two guard, really. Correct. Right, so we only have one point guard on the roster. Usually we carry three, four. Yeah. Yeah. Patrick McCall, who's down now, out for six six weeks, I believe. Six weeks, yeah. So it's going to be a little bit of a struggle. Just Kyle himself is going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be tough for us. Well, what do you think of losing search for? Well, we don't even know how bad the ankle injury is right yet. So the surge one, I think, obviously, by the end of the season, if depending on our aspirations, the Kyle Lowry one seems like the bigger deal. But in the short term, I think the Serge Ibaka one will hurt us more. Um, the way he's been balling. The way he's been balling, and the way that Marcus Gasol has not. Yeah, he's not. Marcus Gasol looks like a, a like a good 40-year-old player right now. Like he looks like a guy who, who went through a lot of basketball over the last little bit. Well, so he had so many issues in the playoffs last year and late in the season where, you know, he had he just wasn't aggressive and he just didn't have that extra... Oomph. Yeah, that, he didn't have it. that little extra but, but the thing going about, after it that he had in late, even in Memphis earlier that season. Earlier that season. But the one thing with the playoffs for us, with Gasol with us, is I don't think he really focused on the offensive side at all. He focused on the defensive side because he knew he didn't have to. Well, play. this is exactly what I was getting to: is that when Kawhi left, I told myself, you know what, Marcus Hall is going Memphis to take Mark. Memphis, Mark's Memphis, something. Yeah, I and thought that too. We saw absolutely none of no. it. No. And now, unless you want Chris Boucher playing over twenty minutes a night, which it's scary. It's scary because Marcus Hall has to. I, I, listen, I like me some Chris Boucher. But man, this man does not know how to pass the ball. This man does not know how to pass the ball. And now, if I if I can give my take on another Raptor, that it might not be a popular take, but I am the furthest thing from a Norm Powell guy. I don't know about really? you guys. I can't stand really? watching this guy play. Okay, so what part of his game annoys you? It annoys me that he 
carries like the, the way that he carries himself and the decisions that he makes are that of somebody who is an efficient 25 point yeah, okay, scorer point. and he's point. an inefficient eight point scorer, 10 point scorer every night. And it's cool. Like I, I don't love him, but in that, you know, 14 to 16 minute role, that's it's fine. Okay. But now no Kyle, this guy's, he's, he's, he's starting start, tonight. He's starting tonight, right? Yeah. I, I can't like that hurts me to <coughs> it's, watch. It's the decision he makes, it sucks. Cause we see it year after year where he comes out shooting the ball. He, like, I think we all know like he needs to be a guy that needs to drive do to we, start the game. Do we remember what he was drafted as? A lockdown defender. But, he, he could not score yeah. at UCLA? I think yeah, it was UCLA. UCLA yeah. He could not score. Yeah. And he gets here, has a good summer league and, and yeah, yeah. Played well. preseason, and well. suddenly thinks he's a scorer. The, the other thing is, is he needs to go into every game thinking he's playing the Milwaukee Bucks. Honestly. <laughs> honestly. He needs to think. The that, Indiana Pacers that, that <laughs> one. The Indiana, yeah. Indiana Pacers the one year, right? Like He needs to go in with that mentality. It's... He, He's, it's like it's, he's he's a definition of a role player, right? Like he just can't find consistency in his game. We paid him decent money. It looks good now. Yeah, yeah, it looks, it looks fine. good now. But you know, we paid him to be a, a better player. Like he 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 had the opportunity to take that the wing positions back then. Which game was it earlier this season where the game was tied and we went oh. to a Norm Powell? 29 foot. That was, the, that was the first game of the year. Yeah. Was the first game? That was the first game of the year, New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. 29 yeah, foot yeah. Norm Powell <laughs> ISO at the top. I could have sworn Dwayne Casey was coaching yes. and DeMar DeRozan yes. had Norm Powell's jersey yes. on. Thank you. Thank you. It was the roughest. Yes. Like, I could have believed that. That's my problem. Like, why him? <laughs> I just. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, honestly, I think it was Nick Nurse trying to instill some confidence into Norm Powell that. Let him take this. Day one? <laughs> Day one? Let him take the shot. It's a tie game. Worst case scenario, we go against the New Orleans like, Pelicans did, to the play. I, to I genuinely thought that Nick Nurse might think Kawhi Leonard was still on our team. <laughs> and he just <laughs> said, you know what? This is the play. Nothing changes. It was painful to watch. That was, and that was actually a terrible play. It was horrible. That was a terrible play. But, I mean, I think we're a good enough team. Like, something I actually... Obviously, we all knew this, but just really hit me the other day when I was. Uh, wh- who are we playing? Who's our last game against? Uh, we played New Orleans. Again. We played New Orleans again. Okay, I thought yeah. that. Yeah. So when I'm watching the New Orleans game, I, I said it's it's rare it's that you find. Well, no, I, I was just a different route, yeah. but I, it's rare that you see a team where it's we don't have a single player playing meaningful minutes that wasn't on that championship team last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Which goes into our next point where it's Nurse doesn't trust the other guys. Yeah. He just trusts the guys that were there last year. Mm -hmm. And this is, it's going to be tough because now he... He has to trust. Like we haven't seen Stanley or RH or Rodney Hollis play. I think RHJ is going to have to step like, in because Rodney. I don't think he's played a minute yet for no. us. Right? He was a little bit hurt to start the year, and he hasn't played. I just want to make one point on Ibaka before we move on from Ibaka. <clears throat> Last year, regular season, I was very harsh on Ibaka. Oh, yeah. I was very harsh on Ibaka, mm-hmm. and you know he made a lot of questionable shots. His mid range jumper, but I must say, like after that playoff run, he is playing with a championship swagger. 100%. Like that confidence is on a thousand right now. It's fantastic watching play. Like he's dominating games, right? And he doesn't look like a bench guy. Like he comes off the bench still. He doesn't complain about it. He comes in, does his thing, plays more minutes than Mark every night. Yeah. He just dominates defensively, offensively. Like when it's him, Pascal, and, and OG on the court. God damn, bro. Speaking of that, OG oh, yeah, yeah. looks like he's taking some, dare did, I say, Pascal Siakam esque <laughs> like, steps. Did you see that coming though? 
Not to this level. I, not to this level. Not to 40 minutes a night and yeah, ball in the whole four, time. Five, four blocks the other night? Like, come on, man. The thing is, we forget that series he had against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. If you remember that, the way he was balling against LeBron, you had to tip your hat to him because he, in every single play, even that ridiculous bank shot LeBron hit. Mm-hmm. He was there. Right? OG was draped all over him. Right? And yeah. they, last year was... An off year for the injuries, his dad passing away, a lot of off court issues that affected him. But he's young enough. The biggest thing for me with him is his demeanor, right? Mm-hmm. If it goes in, great. If it doesn't go in, it doesn't change. He's a dog. He, he he's, gets after it. That's what it is. He's he's Kawhi light to me. He is. He is. Right, and, and that's it, the best way to describe his Kawhi light. It's just the offensive strides are yeah. really impressive. But it's confidence. Mm-hmm. It's all confidence. Because. I mean, I don't know how much you guys are buying into this whole 2021, uh, this 2021 Giannis thing. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm all in, baby. I'm all in. But, I'm all in, man. Um, I'm not going to lie. The the thought of seeing oh. a defensive line with Siakam, OG, and Giannis, Giannis is scary because OG is turning into the best defender of the group. Yeah. He is. He's, by far. It's, 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 it's almost as good as uh, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Patrick Beverly. <laughs> That's hey, that's gonna be if Kawhi's a if Kawhi's a part of it, I'm in. I told you I am on this guy's bandwagon the rest of the way through. The thing with the other thing with OG is it's nice to see just not his defensive game maturing, but his three point shots a lot confident, consistent. It's confident. He hits it. He pulls the trigger right away. He doesn't take his time shooting the ball, which has been really uh, really good to see. Okay, Pascal Siakam has had two games of five or more three pointers made. Going from whatever he was to what he is, is he in the conversation as either a most improved player again or in the MVP race? I saw a stat actually where they, they're, they're ranking MIPs this early and they have Pascal ranked second or something like that on this list, which is ridiculous to see. Like, I don't know if you can win back to back most improves. Never, it's never possible. happened before, but, but you um, absolutely can. He absolutely, and like, he's. He's obviously, I don't think he's in this MVP race, but you know what I mean? Like, he, if you're doing like a, a 10 to 15, he's in that 10 to 15. He's he ought to be. Well, but if they do finish, I, I'm not saying we do finish in the yeah. top two, but if there were two Somehow seed. we do? How do you not give it to him? So, just because I pulled it up here, um, in terms of the most improved, like, he averaged 16.9 points per game last year, and he's at 27.9 right now. Holy. Like, an 11-point increase Holy. is better than anyone in the NBA. That's ridiculous. Right? And he went from 6.9 rebounds to 9.3. He's efficient, too. Yeah, and he's efficient. He's shooting the three. It's, uh, it's, he, it's interesting, man. He's it, shooting the three over 41% right mm-hmm. now. He has no, like, there's no holes in his game. Like, there's one hole in the game, which is his offensive fouling. He, he's been caught yeah. multiple times with, with, with offensive charges and stuff. This year, which, you know, he'll learn as the season goes on. He's been in foul trouble mostly. Mostly... Most of the game so far this early, right? It's it's also because defenses are reading his spin, yeah, right, and that's his go-to, right? Still love it. It's beautiful. <laughs> he dropped Josh Hart, right, and, but that's what it is, right? Where and he'll improve his game as he goes along. The thing we forget about Pascal though is he's a little bit older than most guys, right, that have been in the league for as many years as he has. I think he's what 25, 26 now, yeah. right? So. But it's good to see that he does have another few years. He's in 25. Him. 25, right? He's got another few My years. My God, he's a year younger than I am. Right? Yeah. And to think that he was going to be a priest. 
Yeah, his story is incredible. It really is. The only, the only reason he went to that camp was because he wanted to visit his sister in that city. But it is what it is, man. Um, all right, let's move along. We talked a little bit about the raps. Uh, let's go to the top dog in the East, the Boston Celtics. Hey, I've been, you know me, man. I've been big on the Celtics. I was big on them last year. on Gordon Hayward. I was not big on him, but this he, year. He's balled out. And, this. And, and I feel bad now. Now he's hurt. Poor guy broke his hand. Like, I, I, honestly, it sucks. He's a good player. He's been great. He was great in Utah. I used to love watching him play in Utah. He's, he's coming around now in Boston and breaks his hand, bro. That sucks. I think he's out probably five weeks, I'm guessing. Four to five, five weeks. weeks. Yeah. Gotta be. But <clears throat> overall, Celtics have been played well. And, I, and it goes back to what I said in one of our previous pods where I think having Kemba Walker there this year is, yes. is different because now they can play more of a, a team, team game, game instead of the whole Kyrie ISO. Um, and I think the other guys have just matured, right? Jalen Brown dropped you know thirty or something like that the other night, yeah. and you got Tatum who's been consistent so far throughout the year. And I think um, the the Celtics do have depth issues with with especially in their bigs, but uh, some of the other guys that they have have played well. So I, I think the Celtics have done well, and I think they'll continue to do well. And I think they'll they'll be in that top top category. But you know we'll see. Milwaukee and Philly we thought would dominate the East this year, and they've struggled coming out of the the, the gate here. Okay, so when it comes to Boston, um, I am impressed by them. I will say that I, I still don't buy it. Not fully. Really? Mm-hmm. I, it's not that I don't buy them as a content, quote-unquote contender in the yeah, East. Yeah. Um, I just... I'm not a Tatum guy. That's probably my issue is when I look at it and you, you talk about the, uh, the, the the two teams ahead of them and even us, of, those four, of the four best, like each team's best wing guy, is Tatum the worst of them? Siakam, Ben Simmons, and obviously um, Giannis? He is. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, that's a good point. And all those guys are going to check him, and I just... But I think there's I no just, drop-off on that starting lineup, right? There's Any given night, those guys can well, drop you 30 points. First off, as much, as much as I love my guy Cantor, if he has to match up with Joel Embiid in, yeah, that's in the playoffs, that's going to be the tough part for them. For them. We might see the first guy to post Shaq numbers <laughs> since Shaq. But that's, but that's almost any team in the East, right? Like, so the Raptors, Raptors no, on the outside. Marc Gasol, Marc Gasol, can lock Marc Gasol down, sure. holds his own. But then you look at that search. Miami, yeah, Bam. Bam's going to be tough for, yeah. for Bam to hold that. Milwaukee, you got Giannis and and Rock and Brook. Sorry, the the, say, the Lopez, Lopez brothers. brothers, right? Brolo. Which we know we know Brook can't play defense to no. save himself, right? But he does stretch and beat out, which is nice. Which would be nice. Um, and then the Pacers. Again, the Pacers got turned up, but they don't, I don't think they'll do that. Far. No, I mean it depends how Oladipo comes back. But all I mean to say with Boston specifically is, I just think while they're deep, they're well coached, this and that. I just, if you look position by position, other than Kemba Walker, I just don't think they measure up with the top teams in the East. I, I, as much as I hate Philly and will never cheer for Philly, they're just they're just too loaded. The other thing with Boston is um, Marcus Smart has played better mm-hmm. this year. He's finally learned how to shoot the damn ball, mm-hmm. which is big because he couldn't stay on the floor without mm-hmm. shooting the ball. But I still think the, the other issue with with Boston is going to be is as much as I love Kemba and I'm a Kemba guy, Kemba can't play defense. Yeah. No, he gets like. Especially against Philly, right? Like you got Ben Simmons. Who are you gonna guard? You're, you're gonna have to guard Jay Rich at least. Who's been good, and been I really good. like him. Jay Rich is a good player. Like, even against the Raptors, he can't guard Lowry. No. Well knock him down every single play. You know what I mean? Like thickness. Yeah, the t- yeah. thickness is gonna come through. You know thickness. what I mean? And I think that that's where they struggle. But yeah, uh, uh, Boston uh, Boston will, will do well, but maybe they're just a regular season team. 
I just, yeah, it's it's strictly matchup. I think if you look at Milwaukee, I mean, Giannis, obviously the best player in that series. Yeah. They don't have a Kawhi to slow him down. No. Jalen Brown's too little. Jason Tatum's just not good enough. Yeah. Gordon Hayward can't guard him. And, I mean, Philly, I, Philly is just so loaded. Philly. I, and I am... But my, lower on Ben Simmons than even than I am on Jason Tatum. But, but the thing with Philly though, and we discussed this a little bit, is as soon as either one of Embiid or Ben Simmons goes out for a long period of time, they're going to struggle. They don't have the depth, right? Not many teams in the East do, but especially them. Like we're seeing it right now with with Ben Simmons, where he hurt his shoulder, uh, yeah, bumping into Royce Royce O'Neal. Yeah, um, they lost that game, and they lost uh, they lost to Denver. I want to say their last game as well too. They do struggle without Ben Simmons on that court because they don't have another guard, another ball moving guy, right? Yeah. Josh Rich, J. Rich can do it, but that's not his role on this team. You mean Raul Neto? Yeah, Raul. Role? Yeah, Raul Neto is your other answer. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. Their depth is, is an issue. I I, I see that be, being a problem for them. They beat Charlotte today, um, but it's Charlotte. Yeah, it's Charlotte, right? I, I do like this Matthias Matthias Stable. Yeah, Matthias he's Stable. That nice five that's how you see his. That's how you see his name. Damn man, this guy can play some defense, yes, bro. He but he's got no offense, no offensive no. game. And I believe they start him when with Ben Simmons out. I think that's no, what they've been doing. Neto now. They're starting Neto now. Yeah, that's good. That's good for them. Um, I I like the Sixers, but you know I, I think they're 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 doing the Raptors approach where they're. Probably not being, they're not taking their, you know what I mean? They're not putting all their effort in this early. They're going to cruise towards, and then they'll start stepping up probably towards Christmas and and the new year, right? Um, We'll see. They've struggled with the West Coast teams early on. I but think I think the it's. East will. East will. Yeah, they're they're going to feast in the East. Yeah. Yeah, like, East is going to struggle with the West day yeah, in, day out. The true. West is just too strong. Um, speaking of a little bit of, uh, let's, let's turn up the heat a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Thoughts on uh, edible gummies, JJ? Yo, uh, <laughs> this was this was a really funny thing, man. Like, like Dion Waiters, man. Give, this, give, him, give him a little summary of what happened before. Yeah, so go into this. In so case somebody Dion, missed it. Dion Waiters, there. I guess the team was flying out to LA for the road trip. Mm-hmm. This guy's eating edible gummies on the plane. Trips out. Um, overdoses. Overdoses. Yeah, overdoses. Trips out. Uh, has panic attacks. And um, and that's it, man. He, uh, he that's it, man. They, they he was out. Now they suspended him. The league has suspended him ten games. Did, didn't they have to do an emergency landing? I don't know if they had to do an emergency landing. I don't know about that, but I know he he suspended. Yeah, ten games without pay. They made sure to make that clear. This guy's been been eating away at that salary since he got paid. You know that one year, that one year with Waiters Island, and after that, he's been milking that cat. He's been milking the milk. Yo, he's milking the heat right now, man. Um, you know the thing is, like real talk with Dion Waiters is he's he's a talented player, just never put in the effort. Mm-hmm. He was like, like for me, it was like Terrence Ross. I felt that with the Raptors, he has all the talent in the world, just never put in I the still effort. I think Terrence Ross gives it more than he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like you see, you see what he's doing with the Heat. Like, how is he not the starting? How is he not starting on that team? Like he had these these kids come out of nowhere taking his spots, right? Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn—they come out of nowhere taking his spots. Speaking of the kids, though, I absolutely love them, right? Big just, Miami guy? You, no, I'm not a big Miami guy. I just love the way like their attitude, right? Like, like what's his name, Tyler, Tyler Hero? Just Tyler. like no, telling Jimmy Butler, like I got Devin Booker, right? Oh. And like he is, like, it's, it's straight up, right? Yeah. And that it takes some balls to go to Jimmy Butler and be like, nah, I got him, mm-hmm. right? I'll check him. Right? And he did a decent job. It was Devin Booker. Devin Booker's going to eat anyone in the league. 
right? Very few people Say in this that, league that yeah. can, right? There's very few people that can actually guard Devin Booker, mm-hmm. right? But, and I guess Jimmy's the right type of leader for those guys, right? Like for Bam, for for Hero, for even Kendrick Nunn. It's coming out of nowhere. These guys, like, you don't really think too much about them and the things that they're doing. Um, will the Heat go far in the playoffs? Probably not. But with Spro, you never know, right? He's, uh, he's probably the one, if not, Top three coaches in the East. One of them. Do, do they have a move in them though? Do you they think have they? To do you think that that's the team well, that's making a move? To. So this is my issue. Why does Goran not start on this team? Right. No matter what you tell me about Kendrick Nunn. Or yeah, kid, yeah, or I agree with you. He I balls you. every time like, he comes into the game. Like Dragic's just been hurt, so I don't know where that drop off. He hasn't dropped off. Even though like this year he still played well off the bench. Every time he's played well off the bench. He's, I feel like every time I look, he's hit four threes, five yeah. threes. Like so, the question is. is it, do they have to improve that point guard position then, or do they, if Spo doesn't like him, then if you don't, yeah, if they, if like, they don't, if they're not sold on yeah on him, you got to. The easy answer is 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 Chris Paul, right, mm-hmm. as that fit there. But man, I don't know, man. I think Jimmy Butler's that leader in that locker room, and he needs to continue to be that leader. Regardless, I don't think they have nearly enough anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kelly Olynyk's not good enough. Come on, man, Kelly, your boy. They, they have Kelly Olynyk and Myers. You are like exact same players. Exact same players. Exact same players. Just rotating, and it's yeah. painful they to should, watch. They should play with twenty-four because minutes each. At the four. <laughs> yes. Yes. yes, that's yes. the crazy part. It's These crazy. guys aren't stretch fives. They are playing <laughs> power forward. Like Giannis, Pascal Siakam, <laughs> eat. Jason Tatum are the starting power eat. forwards ahead of them. Eat and they have and Tobias Harris, and they're playing Myers Leonard. <laughs> they have no shot. He had one good game in the playoffs last year for Portland, <laughs> no, come on. and he had a starting job. <laughs> he got paid. He got paid because of that. He got paid because of that. He got paid because of that. No, of that. And definitely. Kelly and Kelly, like as much as I love the Canadian guys in the league, like, Kelly's Kelly's okay, but he's not like he's not. There's good. only room for one Canadian player to play well at a time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Andrew Wiggins has taken over that at the moment, <laughs> my boy. And if he's when he inevitably starts to struggle, get out of here, my boy. <laughs> get out of here, my boy. <laughs> Yo. Straight up, this guy, you're the you're the fakest Maple Jordan fan out there right now. The only reason why you like him is he's on your fantasy team. Okay, listen, I got a real real talk, real question. I got I got an offer for Andrew Wiggins. Okay, what's the offer? My offer is Andrew Wiggins for Mike Conley. Mike Conley Jr., who's struggling. Who's struggling? No, I wouldn't do it. He's struggling in Phoenix. He's struggling in Phoenix. In Utah. In Utah, right? Um, but look, my point guards on this team, I have Dame. Okay. Obviously, he's been, what, top three fantasy guy this year. DeLon Wright, who's been disappointing me hard. Mm-hmm. And Derek White, who I just had to drop because he's playing really shit. Shit as well, So yes. I don't have much. And like, I've, I have Donovan Mitchell, which the, I have that backcourt, which would be nice. Okay. I don't know what I should do. I, my wings are okay. My wings on this team are Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, your boy. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Tatum. Um, and also, I just picked up Norman Powell, your boy, again. <laughs> and Danny Green. And Danny Green. So I have pretty weak wings. I have a bunch of good bigs on this team. So I don't know if I should make this trade. I don't know. I need your guys' opinion. No. That's it. Sign and seal. No, I... It's tough. I, in a vacuum, take Mike Conley over Andrew Wiggins 10 times out of 10. I'm confident Mike Conley figures it out. Exactly. Right now, this is Conley, what I'm saying now. Conley goes the other direction. Wiggins goes completely opposite. There's no... There's no way Wiggins keeps this up. No, he doesn't. But you can get better for, for your trade. The only... So that, that's I'm the only thing I'm saying. Thinking a little more, the only thing that holds me back is I don't actually like having 
both backcourt guys. You don't, eh? I don't. I think it takes, yeah. a, like... Yeah, because if they both have a bad game, or if they have off nights... The chances are you're not, like, you need a big night, and only one of them's going to ball out. Like, you're not going to get yeah, both going point. crazy. Right. Man, I, uh, I want a decision here by tonight. No, I think you can offer, you can get something better. You can. Right? So and My other offer is Jason Richardson. No. No. Mike Conley's much better. Yes, Mike Conley's way better. Yeah. And the thing was that Mike Conley's still figuring out the system in Utah. Once he and figures that out. Point guards. Point guards are trash. You can yeah. package like a Dulon Wright and an Andrew yeah. Wiggins. I do just want to be clear. I don't hate Jason Tatum. I just don't crown no. him yeah, no, the way that Boston fans want to. <laughs> he's, he's still 21, 22, he's, whatever he yeah, is. But he's not like... Listen, the thing with Boston fans is like, basically any guy who has like 20 points is the second coming of freaking mm-hmm. the next guy. You know what I mean? It you know that's the one city I can't talk shit to though. Boston is, and now Washington. Yeah, they're they're hey, the Capitals just won a couple of years ago. The Nationals just won. Must be it must be a nice feeling. I like. I was I was actually saying this the other day. What do you mean? We just felt it too, if, dog. If I can actually we just, just felt it too. Quickly go off the rails and ask a question here. Yeah, go ahead. go for it. So the Raptors win a title and you felt it like it was a Canadian thing, right? Yes. If the Leafs won a title, it's not a it's not a Canadian thing, right? It's not. So how would that in the city of Toronto, in our area, and kind of the people around us, how would it compare to that Raptors championship? Because See, somebody uh, did make the point, like outside of our area, it's not really going to be felt. The thing, that, no, well, that's the thing is like, but it the it may not be felt a lot outside of our area, but within our area, it's going to be felt so much that it's going to feel. Ten times as large as the as the Toronto Raptors. Like I wasn't here. I was in Kenya at that time, right? I missed the whole parade and the championship, so I was hurting. But you watched it. I watched it, bro. I woke up the whole hotel. Four a.m., bro. I cannot could not miss the game, bro. I jumped on the dude that was beside me and I almost crushed him because I most I was like a hundred pounds more than a kid. He's not a kid, but he almost died. Right. But that being said, if the can sorry. When the Leafs win a championship, if, okay. when, if, if. when the Leafs win a championship, we're going to feel it. But the thing is, 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 okay, more than 3 million people at that parade or what? 100%. You think so? I don't think so. 100%. I don't think so. I was at that parade, I, bro. I, I'm, I'm guaranteeing you right now. Guaranteeing. Guaranteeing you. More than 3 million people will show up to Toronto Maple Leafs. And I can guarantee you there's no shot that I'm there for that. <laughs> I, am, I am trying to live past that day, and there's no promises that Toronto Maple Leafs parade. And what would be even worse is if they inevitably lost in the Stanley Cup. Oh, no. Because the uh, same three million people will be there yeah, with completely yeah. different attitudes. Well, yeah, they were, yeah like, like Vancouver. Exactly. With the riots that happened. Um, all right. Okay. On to the West a little bit. Um, what's next for the Warriors? Oh, this is fun. Right? Like, is this is this the same situation as the Spurs and David Robinson and getting Tim Duncan that year? Or what are we looking at? I mean, so I obviously know everything that did happen with, with the Spurs back then. And I get it. But I'd be lying if I said I knew it as closely as I know this Warriors situation. Um, but I on a previous podcast, actually made the point, not not that I stand firmly behind it, but just kind of more throwing it out there, that I just don't know how much more they have left. And it's not because Steph Curry can't play until he's 40. He can. Um, I guess I have to uh, put this out there. I'm not a Clay Thompson guy. Really? No. I 
it depends where you put. I'm not saying he's a bad player. He's going to go to the Hall of Fame. This, that, and the other thing. Yeah, no doubt there. But man, it's. I just don't believe in him as a second best player because of play style, not talent, not this, not that. He's just a specialist in a league where every t- everybody's best player does everything. I disagree with you. I think Clay can uh, can create his own shot. Have you ever seen him dribble? Yeah, but that's he doesn't need to on this offense, right? But he can look look at the series against us, right? Those games were like that game that he, he tore his ACL. He was balling his he was balling out that game, right? He was showing his dominance in that game. He was playing way better than Steph. He was playing, I think, better than almost anyone on that court, right? And then he tore his ACL, which is unfortunate. Now, I guess the question would be: Is can he do that on multiple nights? But I think he does show it throughout the entire season. But I think he does show it with a a ball dominant kind of. Kind of yeah. depreciating Draymond Green, who is the reason he can get a lot of those shots. Yeah, yeah. I just you don't see it. No, I just don't see it. So I'm what my point was. Mm-hmm. I get like right now they have to tank. There's no alternative. They don't even have the choice. They're tanking. They suck. Yeah, they're gonna lose almost every game. And I think they they gotta trade D'Lo. And they probably have to trade D'Lo. Yeah. Um, but you're only doing that in the event that you get something that lines up with Stephen Clay next season. But here's my okay. Here's my my thing with Golden State is, I do agree with you. I agree agree with you that tanking is the next option for them. The other thing is, is if they finish somehow in the playoffs, which not going to happen anymore. But if they somehow finish in the playoffs, they uh, they give up their first round pick to I think Brooklyn in a trade. So more incentive for them to not make the playoffs. Right. Um, and then this is a year for them to get out of that tax because they've been being over the tax, right? Like when they signed DeMarcus Cousin, it was a what, a $5 million contract, yeah. but it cost the Golden State Warriors $20 million because they're so far up in the luxury, right? right? Multiple years. So if they trade d which they can do after December 15th, they can now, you know, it opens the door to um, get yourself back under the cap. You get a top, say they finish top five. No, it's top five. They get, they finish in the bottom five in the NBA, you have a top five pick. You have a top five pick in next year's draft. They have a couple good good guys in the top, right? It's not the deepest draft. Don't get me wrong. Lamelo Ball. You can get a Lamelo. You, you know what I mean. But like, you can hey, get like, why not? But you can get some of the other guys that are in there. Right? Like Cole Anthony on uh, on 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 uh, UNC, who's playing really well to to start the year, I guess. Um, but you get somebody in there. You got another. You got a young guy. You get three vets who's been there. Now have a whole year to relax because Draymond. Listen, come December. Man, my knee hurts. He ain't playing any more games. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They were talking about how Steph is sitting out the rest of the year with a broken hand. Like, that's crazy. It's ludicrous what they're what they're doing. There's a blatant. There's they're blatantly going to tank the rest of the year. Yeah, um, and I and I don't think it's a bad idea. It just sucks for that owner because they just spent a shit ton of money on that that arena, arena and stuff. But hey, man, they had five years of being in the finals, and that just shows. But you know what? Yeah, the wear and tear. Five, yeah, exactly. Five the wear and tear on the body. The finals has its wear and tear. Yeah. Okay, side note, this is why, like, as much as I am a LeBron hater at times, but LeBron's consistency of going to the finals for, what, eight years in a row or something like that? It's crazy. Ridiculous. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous what it's he's doing. It's on level with Cristiano Ronaldo and how much he has maintained himself at the age that he is at. Um, okay, switching a little bit. Luka Doncic. My guy. Luka. What? Putting up some crazy numbers right now. Do you guys think he's a top 10 player in the league right now? 100%. Right now. Right now. So I am driving the Luka Doncic bandwagon. <laughs> okay. He's fun to watch. I, we actually, again, on our, on our last podcast, we talked about Trey Young versus Doncic and that trade. Is that trade? And mm. I'm surprised by how many people 
are saying, you know what, like, and and I I love like I love what I'm seeing from Trey. It's really impressive, but it's in my eyes, it's not close. See, the the way I see it, I I think about it is, I don't see Trey Young winning an MVP in this league. I could see Doncic winning two or three, and I can see Doncic winning two or three. Exactly. This is how I kind of picture the trade. Um, Now you, I think the second guy that trades Cam Reddish, I think Cam Reddish. Who's still going to be a legit, legit player in the league, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I just don't see Trey get to that level. But I think Trey, he doesn't have that experience as Luca coming into this league, right? Luca played with adults his, most of his career, and Trey's played with young guys. There is a little bit of that, that difference there, but the way that Luca just dominates a game, I don't see that from Trey. I, it's early, though. It's early. I will say, though, that with the way that the NBA is now and how much talent there is, I think. To say top 10, you start counting them, and top 10 creeps up on you really fast. It does. It really does. Um, but definitely in that range, I don't yeah. see why you wouldn't if we, be. If we're doing like nine games into the season. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but I mean. He, he is averaging a triple-double, by the way. Averaging now? Yeah. He's, he's well, well, 27, 9, and 10. Right? Unbelievable. Which is ridiculous, right? Unbelievable. And I mean, I guess if you don't count Kevin Durant just for the sake of he's not playing, you could make the case. He's just He's just a lot more entertaining to watch mm-hmm. compared to mostly other guys in the league. I actually, if I can go off on a tangent for a second, just of a yeah. game that I watched yesterday um, because I know he's your boy and I need to give him credit where it's due. Um, and it, I had already had him as a top five or top six yeah, player. Yeah. But when I was watching the Rockets game yesterday and watching James Harden, it was like I probably... Like, I, I believe that behind Kevin Durant, he was the best offensive player in the NBA. And I think I underrated him. When I watched this guy play offense, yes, like offensively yesterday, it was like nothing I've ever seen. It was, he, he, could, he was so dominant and he could get anywhere he wanted the same way that the greats of, you know, the yeah. Kevin Durant, yeah, the yeah. LeBron in his prime, the MJ. But he can shoot too. It's yeah, crazy yeah. what that guy is doing. It's, it's the confidence level that he has. It's ridiculous. And so now, what this does for me is, I take another look at Kevin Durant when he was in OKC, and I say, you know what? I know Westbrook took is taking a little bit of a step back, but this guy's showing that you can still ball next to Westbrook. And Westbrook's not shying away from shooting. He's no, still no. still, mm-hmm. still doing his thing. You're, you're, you're and and he's still thirty a night, yep. 30, yep. 10 and yep. nine, thirty, fifteen and six. The thing with like, the thing with Houston is it's not it's not Harden and Westbrook. It's the other guys on this team. The, the way that roster is built, like they really haven't replaced Trevor Reese on that team. Like like Dan, Daniel House, Shooter. Tucker, Shooter. They can shoot. They can shoot. They can play defense, but they're just too small. Yeah. Like, what do you do against these power forwards? They need that. They need a guy. They need that Ariza type player on that roster, um, and they just haven't. Figured, like, if they can figure out a way to get Jay Crowder out of uh, out of Memphis, or somehow get Iguodala, man. Th- th- then you're talking about championship consideration. I also do question. I'm not a D'Antoni guy. I get their offense. I get the. He's not a championship coach. He doesn't know how to make. He's like Dwayne Casey. He doesn't make adjustments. He doesn't make adjustments. And that's what's going to hurt them. The, the issue is, what kind of adjustments can you make with that roster? <laughs> right? And that's, that's what it comes down to, right? They're all, I wouldn't say they're one-dimensional, but they're very, like, they're very in their ways, right? Westbrook will play the way Westbrook plays. Harden will take his 23s and hit nine of them, right? He... P.J. Ducker will be a hard-nosed type of guy, but you can't really do much. The only guy that you have a little bit of leeway with is Clint Capella. Who looks you, great. Who looks way. great, exactly, right? So, And he was injured last year. I still think Rockets finished first in the West. That's my hot take. 
Mm. I, what I mean by adjustments is like when it comes to the playoff playoffs, yeah. you can't keep that running gun. You need to slow it down a little bit and run a freaking play. But you, they don't run plays. They couldn't do it with just Harden. No. There's no, no shot now, they can do it with these two. And now you got with Westbrook. Westbrook what's nice about Westbrook, he can break down any guy in the league and drive and cut and kick. Um, and I think with Capella, like they, they get, they're both willing passers. Like yeah, contrary to are. what people they are. think and like the yeah, play yeah. style would say, but. They're, yeah, it's and I think both of them are in their careers where they they are willing to take a step back when they need to to win a chip. Harden will take a step back. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> Left, right, off yeah, one leg, off. <laughs> it doesn't man. matter. He is. That, that's oh my a good god, team, that's a good team. I, yeah. I like watching them play. Mm-hmm. All right, that was a lot of basketball. Let's uh, let's turn our attention to a little bit of the uh, the NFL. So, Jay, I'll start with you. Biggest surprises this year for you. Okay, before we go to the biggest surprises, can I just say, okay, listen, you, you, we all know I'm a big Bills fan. Yes, but this are. is the softest, the softest six and three team I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, I, listen, I, as much as I love the Bills and I and I love watching them play, but man, I just knew like these games against against Philly. I saw Philly come up with the schedule. Yeah, we have like a group group chat. You know, people are hyping up the Bills this and that. And I'm like. I knew, deep, I knew deep down, deep down, I knew we ain't beating Philly. Did you see the game today? I missed the game today. I haven't watched the highlights, and I just knew we were going to beat Cleveland. I, it was 2-5 it was and five against 5-2 five and two going in, right? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, it's 6-2 and, six and, two, and, two. and two 6. And I was like, man, this is, this is a typical Bills loss. This is a typical Bills loss. You're going into Cleveland. They're going to figure out a way to somehow lose this game. And they lost by, I think, 4, I think, right? They lost by 4, yep. yeah. Um, and it was not pretty. It, we were watching... It still makes me laugh. We were watching uh, Josh Allen Man. force the ball into Cole Beasley and Isaiah McKenzie. These and guys, bro. Guys that you just would never expect. Because like, you know, they, they have a quarterback who I'm not saying I dislike Josh Allen. No, he's, he's not bad. He's, he's, he's not bad. He's got the tools. But he's not no. a passer. Like, he's, he's not there. He's not a, a you know, polished passer. And their receiving core looks like my high school team. Like, it's not... <laughs> They're not good. It's been this for years. For years. For years. I, I like John Brown. I think he's a good... Yeah, as a number a good, two guy who exactly, runs Exactly. Exactly. Like, year after year, you have Zay Jones out there. Like, come on, man. Duke Williams. Robert like, Foster made Robert, another appearance today. Bro, like, I don't understand why... Like, when you go into an offseason, do you not look... Weaknesses. Wide receiving core. Let's maybe get a guy there. You know what I mean? I don't understand. Even their tight ends. They... They they drafted Dawson Knox, who I think has the potential, has but he's not okay. he's not there yet. Tyler Croft's been hurt most of the year. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know exactly what the Bills think about, but I do like their. I do. I do like the Devin Singletary pickup though. Yeah, and and he looked good the last two weeks. Had a really rough day today though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but is is the question is like again my my football knowledge isn't where anywhere where you two are. But are the Cleveland Browns an underachieving team with that roster? The most underachieving team, for sure. What's your take on Freddie Kitchens, yo? Freddie Kitchens, I think, is A, the worst coach in the league. <laughs> I, did, the I, did, hold on, I did, however, see the, the, the eight attempts within the five yards to get a touchdown. So, for anybody that did miss it today, they, had, uh, they were inside the five-yard line, first and goal, and they needed a touchdown. And they ran a, they ran a play, ran another play. Threw it to Odell Beckham Jr. Pass interference. Move half the distance to the goal line closer. Threw four more plays. There was another pass interference. 
They ran eight plays within the five-yard line and did not score. (laughs) They didn't kick a field goal. They didn't do anything. They left zero points on the board. (laughs) That's absolutely embarrassing. Freddie Kitchens is the worst coach in the league. He's got to be be one of the first guys to be fired. He has to be. He has to be. Which is sad because he was great in his role last year as an offensive coordinator. But once you kind of give these guys more responsibility, not everybody's built for it. Um, They're underachieving without a doubt. I mean, I... I mean, my fantasy team started with Baker and oh, Odell Beckham Jr. I have Odell, too. I it's, Odell too. Uh, it's been a rough year, so yeah. I believed in them. But um, they just got Kareem Hunt back, who played great today. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't think. Do you think they can make a late-season push no, here? No, no. Not nearly enough games left. But, I mean, I think it could have come together. Like, the Kareem Hunt was a, it was a smart pickup. Yeah. They managed to find a way for Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb to ball today. Uh, against a good defense. Against a good defense. Bills have a great defense year after year. Bills offense has been trash. Yeah, garbage. But, yeah, they're, I mean, even just quickly scrolling through it. They're what, do, what do you think about Oakland this year? Do you, do you think Oakland's a, like, <laughs> like starting listen, to believe. We, we've talked, like, everyone's talked shit about that team, right? John Gruden, Derek Carr. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. He's the one doing the shit talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And now they're not that bad. Like, they're, I think they're 5-4, I believe. I'm and, starting to believe, man. It dark, like, somehow they just they pulled are, these games. Yeah, with that Kansas City loss today, yeah. they're a half game back behind the Chiefs. That's crazy. To lead the division. That's crazy. Now, Mahomes won another week back from injury. Another injury. Sure the Chiefs take off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, we'll see that coming. I mean, five and four from that Raiders team without Antonio <coughs> Brown, who before we knew all this stuff was supposed to be, you know, exactly. number one, number one guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're definitely a surprise team. Um who my surprise team is, not in the, uh, not overall, but the the way that they played without Drew Brees. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say this too. Undefeated Sh- with Teddy Bridgewater. Sean Payton just shows what a good coach is. Teddy yeah. Bridgewater is gonna get paid next summer. Yeah, yeah, sure. he should get he'll, he'll he get steps paid. in, goes five five and zero, oh, I think, and then hops out. It's uh, they look really really good Do until you, today. They got waxed by the Atlanta Falcons, which is crazy because Atlanta's is just been. Trash. That's another coach who should be gone this offseason. What is your opinion on the Cam Newton? So, I just watched that game. Cam Newton's your boy. He is, but I just watched that game, and Kyle Allen Allen balled out. He Um, looks good, right? Looks really, really good. Now, is this the last time we've seen Cam in a Panthers uniform? Panthers uniform, I believe so. Where does he go? I mean, they're going to buy him out of his contract next season. It's hard to say, but I would assume something like Chicago. Oh, you don't believe in Trubisky? Trubisky is a train wreck. <laughs> a train wreck. He's he, so bad to watch. He's, he's so, so bad to watch. Bad. It's it's funny because like the Chicago fans know it too. And and, and like that Bears defense, while elite, it is, but it's not what it was last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't help that they're no. on the field eighty percent no. of the game. No, no, this it doesn't. Guy is garbage. It's garbage. I, I also think Denver's another option because I don't think Flacco. Well, Flacco's yeah. done. Flacco's done, right? Nobody wants to play in Denver, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They, and they have a decent defense year yeah, after year. Yeah, um, but bad. it's crazy how, you know, going into the season, you had Cam, who was, we thought Cam would go back to an MVP-type season, and now you're looking at a new team. That's how things can change in the NFL. Yeah, and Kyle Which, Holland is an absolute nobody. And came out of nowhere. Yeah, he's, uh, like, they're 5-4 they're and four even after that loss today. And yeah. Honestly, they probably deserve to win it. Rodgers did not look great. Yeah. Um, it was snowing. It was this and that. Christian McCaffrey proved why he's still probably the best player in football. Yeah, yeah. Um, or at least the best offensive player in football. So, <clears throat> what do you think about the Seahawks? The real deal? 
my my opinion with the Seahawks right now is I don't think Russell Wilson gets enough credit because um, he should be leading that MVP talks, I believe. He should be up there. But do you think that, are they the real deal? And, um, and the Josh Gordon edition. I like the Josh Gordon edition. Well, honestly, my first reaction when you asked me that question was that I don't believe in the receiving core. So I guess if Josh that's Gordon part. kind of comes to fruition a little bit. And that's been an issue for them for years, right? Like Their best receiving core was what, Doug, Doug Baldwin and... Yeah, and, and nobody. Ty, and nobody, right? Tyler Lockett was too young. Lockett. Yeah, that's it, right? They and now there's just Ty Lockett. Percy Harvin and yeah, Sidney Rice yeah, and guys yeah. like that. It, does, no, like it nobody's, was never good. But they had Jimmy Graham, yeah. right, those years. Mm-hmm. But now they have what Will Disley, who's been okay, has been hurt now. He's done, yeah. Right? And that's that's going to be a tough one. And somehow they still pull out these games. Their defense has been really great. Yeah. has been it's amazing over, this year. It's overachieving. Yeah. Um, I believe in them. I think San Fran is proving that they're probably better. The one team I thought would be doing a lot better this I mean, year I guess was. they're obviously the surprise team. The surprise team, yeah. San Francisco. San Francisco. Is, uh, is the Rams. Yeah. They're the, in the uh, division. So I know you didn't get to. You were, you were out today. You couldn't catch the games. Yeah, yeah. Their game against the Steelers. They, like the announcers were talking about, is it time to pull Jared Goff? Like this wow, is, for Blake Bortles. Wow, Blake Bortles is the backup. Oh man, it was so rough today. Because you think about this was a game they because Pittsburgh has had a rough year this year, right? Now the Rams got to go. Uh, they got Bears next on, on a Sunday night, which okay, that's a winnable game because of Trubisky, right? That's the only reason why. Yeah. But then you got you got the Ravens the week after that. The thing is, if you lose to the Bears which and you lose to the we Ravens, need to talk about, which we need to talk about. If you lose to the Bears and you lose to the Ravens, that's your season. Yeah, there's no way you're, you're coming back, right? You're, not with those two teams in your division. Not with those two teams in your division, right? So, I don't know what it's been for the for the Rams. I think they messed up paying Goff before the season, because um, you see year after year when teams pay a pay, pay a player, so that's what happens. And shitty me, I drafted Goff this year, man. What can you do though? Well, so I definitely agree, but I'm, you did mention Baltimore. Yes. And I want to talk about Lamar Jackson. Man. Because even a cousin of mine who's not, I mean, he'll turn on a football game once in a while, but he's yeah. not a fan, messages me, and he's like, am I wrong to think that I'm watching Michael Vick Boom. play again? That's exactly it. And I'm like, no, it's... He's got the arm. It, and it looks like Michael Vick, where it's, yeah, yeah. it doesn't feel like it's going to be accurate. No. It looks like he just nope. lofts it up there, nope. and it gets to where it needs to go. It's really impressive. Does yeah. he have dogs? Oh, yo, come on, <laughs> man. That's savage, dog. That's, Mike, that's Mike, savage. That's savage, <laughs> bro. That's savage, he, Ruby. Come on, he bro. He paid his dues. Yo, he Leave paid his my dues. Man that's alone. savage, bro. That's savage, man. Listen, Lamar, with Lamar Jackson, though, like, like the, the, the shit he went through being what the 30th pick in that draft mm-hmm. and that interview with Deion Sanders where he's like I'm gonna win a chip man I, like if you're playing for him too John perfect Arbaugh. team oh, perfect so team perfect team and the way they built that team around him with Mark Ingram at the, you know at the, at the running backs they don't, they don't have receivers either uh, yeah really uh, Hollywood Mark, Brown you know Mark Andrews is fine but yeah who's a rookie right Oh, he's a second. He's maybe second year, I believe. I think he's he's, he's 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 good, man. I don't know, man. They play three white tight ends, and I never know the difference, <laughs> the difference between those guys. Yeah, yeah that's fair. That's fair. No, I, I I've always liked the Ravens. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. After the, you know, usually when the Bills are out by like week five, I just jump on the the, the Ravens bandwagon. It's definitely um, a different team, though. Yeah. Than years past. Than years past. It's it's fun to watch, and it's always good to see a black quarterback succeed because mm-hmm. there isn't that many in the league. Um, 
Other than that in the NFL, there's always the Patriots, but, man, I, hate, I, don't, I don't like talking about I was, the Patriots. I mean, I I know you're a Bills fan. I've all, Anytime anybody asks me who my team is, I'm, I always have to give them kind of like mm-hmm. the way that I preface it is just not having a team here in Canada. I've just never felt yeah, that yeah. Like, true emotional For sure. to a team. Um, so, like, for me, I've always said that the Houston Texans are my team because, you know, That's they right. came into the league right around when I started watching football. But it's not like the Raptors. If the Raptors lose, it hurts me the rest of the night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When the Texans lose, I just turn it off and go wait for Sunday night football. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? For sure. But like the Texans look so good. Deshaun Watson's ball and played well. But then the JJ Watt injury, I just It sucks to see JJ because JJ's such a dominant defensive player year after year. And he's been hurt the last what three up. years now, I wanna yeah, say. He's so injury prone. He's so injury he's prone. He's too big. Yeah. He's way too big and he's way too quick. And yeah. They, just they, they, they need to figure out load management for him. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Every My other game God. or something like that. They need to figure out a way. Um, I, I thought the Colts would do well this year. Um, and I, I believe in Jacoby, man. Jacoby Brissett's great, great quarterback. Um, but now him going down. <laughs> don't believe in Brian Hoyer. And Brian Hoyer, man. Brian they Hoyer. lost to the freaking Dolphins yeah. today. <laughs> hey, Dolphins 2 0 last two games? That's it, man. You see game winning streak? Fitzmagic's back, baby. Fitzmagic, Fitzmagic is he back. He wins no matter where he goes. Yeah. Just believe in him. Oh, my God. <laughs> I still remember when he was on the Bills. They paid him, and that's it, bro. He's playing shit. But he was winning before that. He was that. winning before that. He's got the money after that, man. It's true. Shoot. All right. That was... Uh, I see. I do remember when Fitzpatrick was on the Bills. JJ was a happy man. That's all I remember. He enjoyed all these teams, man. I'm telling you, I don't know how he does it. Right. <laughs> and he'll never win anything for real, but like, just find you know, ways whatever, to Whatever, man. As long as, he can, as long as he can get the money. Yeah. That's it. It's his eighth team. Eight. Oof. There's 32. <laughs> this is the reason. I, I hope he actually goes to the Patriots. I mean, he wants every team in that division. You oh, my God. Just be a backup one year or yeah. something. You know, the year Brady retires, you know, 30 years from now, whatever. But. Every... every Every Patriots backup has to become a star in the league. <laughs> Yo, okay. J- Jimmy G. J- Jimmy G's 8-0 right now. And, and Jacoby. And Jacob- and Jacoby, Jacoby was backup too? Jacoby yeah, was Jacoby. the one. Yeah. They treated um, Dorsett. Yeah. Dorsett. Um, Damn. But, uh, yeah, so there's no room for Fitzpatrick there because he would then have to leave and lead an undefeated <laughs> team to success, and I just don't buy that. <laughs> All right. All right, boys, it's been fun. It's been lots of fun. I appreciate you guys doing this with Th- me. Thanks for having us. All right, Jay, number 28. This is JJ's lucky number. Yeah. Everything at JJ's, even his bank account. Even his bank account. He only keeps $28 in it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. Unfortunately, you know, unfortunately, fortunately, unfortunately. But um, number 28 goes to, uh, as we do a tribute for every uh, podcast, number 28, we're going to give it to DJ Mabanga, baby. Not Adrian Peterson. Not Adrian Peterson. We try to stay away from, like, star players. Okay. You know what I mean? So the other option was Ty Domi, which was, like, Ty Domi. You know? Like, our last episode was 27. We give it to Shane Corson. Right? Okay. Right, we start off with Eric Montross, zero zero. Okay. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? We, we try to stay away from the elite guys. Um, DJ Mabenga got, got the ring, Mabenga, baby. Got the ring. Got the ring. Up. And this was more of a basketball podcast, so we guys stick to basketball. Oh no, I'll give it to you. It was just I couldn't think of another twenty-eight. <laughs> I couldn't think of another twenty. There isn't that many. There's, there isn't that many twenty-eights. Honestly, the day we started this, he said twenty-eight will be DJ Mabenga. Yes. Oh yeah. We, we, we were we were waiting for this day. 
My guy. Well, then I'm My guy's got a ring. My guy's got a ring. My guy's got a ring, baby. <laughs> That's awesome. My guy's man. got a ring. So we should wear 28 in basketball, too, yo. DJ Mubega. Uh, JJ's also prefacing the fact that he has a ring to give to someone. <laughs> <laughs> too soon, too soon. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Too soon, too soon. Too soon, too soon. But, yes, uh, hit us up on our socials if you want to talk to Jay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's been a pleasure. Mo, we'll do this again. Look forward to it, guys. Check All right. Podcast. Check out your podcast, The Rundown. The Rundown, it'll be posted on my page. There'll be an Instagram page as well. Um, and be sure to follow us both. So keep it up keep up to date with it, and we'll, we'll keep pumping out more and more content yeah. for you guys. Hit us up on our uh, North Northside Views pod. If you like what we saw here today, let us know. Maybe we'll do some more in the future, man. Thanks again, Mo. Appreciate, uh, appreciate everything, man. It's my pleasure. Take care. Peace, peace, peace.